Today's episode is brought to you by the Vegas Beer Guys. Everything sequel contains explicit language. And why the fudge not, you melon farmer? Hello and welcome to the Everything Sequel Podcast. This is the Spider-Man edition. We're pitching sequels today. My name is Michael Schantz of the How Dare You Awards. Joining me, you know him, you love him. His name is Tom Stewart and he's from Lonesome Wetzel Productions. Say hello, Tom. Tell her not to open the caviar. <laughs> Jay Jonah, love him. What a great gag that was! Oh, so good. Because we've just we've just been talking about Super uh, Superman three. Well, that too. Yeah. Um, Spider Man three, and there's, there's there's no joke even close. No, yeah. It's amazing to me, like how it's funny that that movie how doesn't do you have lose any that talent. Yeah, right. In the space of a few years, it's funny that that temporarily movie doesn't and then ha- achieve it again later. <laughs> That movie doesn't have any jokes that works, but it has joke scenes that work. Mm. You know, with the dancing and the the club shit. Yeah. And really, the only other thing that works is Bruce Campbell, as far as comedy. Yeah, that's right. In an early uh, an early reboot of the Pink Panther. Yeah. <laughs> Before Steve Fuck Martin. Steve got Martin, there. right. I was just gonna say. Bring in Bruce Campbell. Uh that's in our future, isn't it? Yeah, someday. <laughs> I think it's a single though, right? They just did one with I him. I think it is a, I think it is a single, yeah. yes. But that's not what we're here for today, ladies and gentlemen. We're here to pitch sequels to the Sam Raimi Spider Man's uh series. Yep. You excited? I like the alliteration. <laughs> yeah. Uh, am I? Am I excited? Um, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I've come up with something interesting. Mm-hmm. It's it put me in the mind of people who have to do this for a living. Sure. And it is very limiting, right? Because I've had to ignore certain things that I know people who write these kind of movies are not allowed to ignore, like key villains. Yeah, right. Like legacy characters. Um, and in some instances, like what they already chose to do beforehand. Yeah. And, you know. Exactly. What do you do I'm with fitting that? I'm in, fitting in someone else's IP. Yeah, right. I mean, that that is. Especially like, when you're this far down the line. Well, how far are we talking? I mean, no, I just talking... mean a fourth movie in a series for them, you know. Yeah, but then I, I mean, guess unless you're choosing that's... to do an interquel, but that's the luxury, I suppose, of doing. But it doesn't matter where MC... you put it; and... you're still creating a fourth movie for the series. Yeah, like an M- an MC doing the MCU at this point, you probably still have a bit more license to experiment with how you make the movies than yeah. than you would. Uh... Uh, after you know, ten fifteen years of a barrage of um, IP, mm-hmm. uh, fairly. I mean, the series is fairly self-contained. You know, it is, yeah. even even Spider Man three, even Spider Man three doesn't 
I mean, it doesn't do anything actively to maintain the canon within within Spider-Man, but it also doesn't choose to uh, shoot off into other areas of the MCU. Right. So you're still <laughs> Not on yet. fairly solid... Yeah, you're still on fairly solid ground, mm-hmm. at least at this stage of the Spider-Man um, cinematic offerings. Now, was it limiting in the sense of you struggled at all or no i just no i just ignored those okay uh restrictions <laughs> <laughs> well uh, you know in, in my i was tr- I, you know i'm trying to sort of uh cannibalize the villains of of my of my pitch onto existing spider-man villains and i thought you know what fuck it i'm not actually getting paid for this right yeah like no no one from disney's gonna get on my back if i don't so (laughs) um just you know tell a tell a story within the uh handful of genres that make up the spider-man films so far Mm -hmm. uh and do you know that that's that's what i set so I was thinking, I was thinking more along the lines of you know their superhero movies, their uh, romantic comedies. Um, what can I do with that? Uh, what can I do within those genres? Rather than, like, where does Spider Man's story go now? You know that kind of thing. Mm. Um, so there's a one-offness about it that, but then I guess I don't know. Like that's part of the discipline too, I suppose. For you know that someone set like the the kind of Ragnarok, or mm-hmm. you know those movies that the Black Widow. It's like yeah, they've got to tie in a little bit, but essentially, they can stand alone. So I don't know. I don't understand what that is as a discipline, but. Yeah, I mean, you're probably you, you know. you're, you're probably serving too many masters. I think, right? The, um, so I'm serving no masters except my own sense of. Uh, well, specifically to Thor, it do, you know, Ragnarok does feel like a reset mm. into different. You know, so much so that it feels like this last movie was the middle part of a new trilogy, outside of one and two, mm. to me. Because you're sticking with a creative team that'll be all the same, as opposed to yeah. you know jumping from director to director, that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, they feel like they're they're kind of. It just felt like a reset into something new and different. Mm. Uh, and so that you know that was kind of part of. where my mindset was in terms of you, you've got two movies that I really like and one movie that felt like a kind of uh, a bit of a mess. And so trying mm. to wrangle that movie to the ground and what it sort of left us with, that was kind of interesting to me. Yeah. And I mean, uh, it's, that's a, that's a huge, that's probably why I went in the other direction. I mean, that, Spider-Man 3, you know, I, I didn't learn much from it, mm-hmm. but I learned that probably these storylines were worn out. Well, 
they're they're already they're you know like they're they're played out. It's interesting that you say that because that's that's what uh, inspired me to make my biggest choice. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm uh, yeah, and I'm I'm glad at least one of us is up for the challenge because I because I really wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also I get it. Uh, <laughs> I also, you know, I. Uh, a little bit of working back from the title as well. In the classic Tom Stewart style. <laughs> well, I feel like I've been going first a lot. So I'm going to have oh, yeah? you go first, I think. <laughs> but just so you know, uh, I'm excited about my title. Ooh. Which means it's either great or terrible. <laughs> Just you wait. I don't know if that if 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 you're like I don't know if that that title is has taken on board my feedback <laughs> or whether <laughs> it is it. created in spite of my feedback. I think you'll be astounded. Wow. Yeah, my 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 title is um is a departure. I think. <laughs> Isn't it always? Uh, well, I mean, a departure from, I really, you know, I really wanted to, I really wanted to just, you know, do Spider-Man 4. Like, I, I like, because we've both talked about how it's good that it's just numbers. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, that it, that doesn't work with the movie I came up with, so I have to be true to that. Fine. Again, again, like, you know, this, this is... This is a, a pitch I wouldn't try to pitch. <laughs> you know, this is a safe place for me to pitch. Of course. A pitch I wouldn't pitch. Um, so you're saying you wouldn't make this pitch if you were in the room to pitch? Bob Iger wouldn't let me in the door, is what I'm saying. <laughs> now I've dated the podcast. There you go. <laughs> They'll be like, they either made this a long time ago... <laughs> Before there were podcasts, or it's after Bob Bob Iger right. was reinstated as the Disney CEO. Um, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, I I mean, is there you know anything left to talk about before we dive in in earnest? That's a good question. I mean, you know, just to reaffirm that this is not the end for uh, Spider Man. We've got two more phases of the franchise to discuss. Sure we do. I presume we'll... I mean, are we just going to have a single? So, I don't know how to... Amazing Spider-Man? Yeah, I don't know how to handle that. That's tougher. Because it is just one sequel, right? Right. But it's not a single sequel. But when you take the last Spider-Man sequel into account, I would argue that they're all sequels. Uh, Well, yeah, we're going to have this problem with quite a few franchises including star wars right Right. sort of like if it happened before is it a sequel um interesting but we'll we'll cross that bridge when we come to it all right it's also you know it's again i just want to stress it's like the the difficulty is out there it's not in here like there's so many series that don't know what they're doing next and i don't know what they're going to do next with Mm spider-man I'm sure they've already decided. Sure. And there's no way to stop it. <laughs> yeah, but, right. 
People are loving those no, movies. I have, I have, I, um, I have no idea. I mean, No Way Home would seem to me to be a pretty clear ending, mm-hmm. but that's not how MCU. Yeah, that's not how they roll. Does it anymore? <laughs> it's like, like make make a make a testament film, but it won't be a testament yeah. film. It'll just be a sequel, and we'll make more, and we won't reset. So interesting. Mm. Anything do you want else you want to say about this uh, Spider-Man Phase One? <laughs> yeah, just um, you know, I, I guess for me, it's very interesting when you have two good movies and a bad movie. There's that part of me that wishes, oh, I wish they gave Sam Raimi one more chance, just to see if he mm. could have grabbed the magic back. Interesting, you know. Like, once you make a shitty movie, are you destined to keep making shitty movies? Or can you make a good movie after that? But I'm is, talking I mean, strictly in terms of sequels. You know what I mean? No, so I, I, a, I know exactly what you mean. Once a series shits the bed, can it drag itself out of that? And, I, you know, I think if uh, if it is clear in the film itself, and I don't know because it's yet to come out, uh, if Indiana Jones Five, mm-hmm. yeah, is that's a good definitely example. Gonna be the, definitely going to be the last of those movies. We should cover it next year, and I think that we'll be discussing that this. You know, Spielberg got so much flack for Crystal Skull. Sure. Yet, is it a good idea to let someone else take over take over the yeah. franchise, even though? he actively ruined it himself and obviously you could put george lucas in there Mm -hmm. you know is it would you still want george lucas in charge of the Mm -hmm. star wars films even though we'll take it in a mad direction but at least it won't be this kind of weird in-between fan fiction that it is now sure it's a really interesting question like what will james mangold do yeah, and then and then you know you 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 get you get that sort of even if people like it, mm-hmm. is it really Indiana Jones? Yeah, right. Yeah, totally. And I guess that question is because there are going to be people we... that'll say, "Yeah, I mean, it was a pretty good movie, but it didn't feel like a Spielberg movie." Yeah, yeah, because it's not. <laughs> and then and then you'll say, "Yeah, like Crystal Skull." It's like, well, yeah, but you know, it, so it, mm-hmm. it's an unanswerable question. I guess with the Spider-Man films, it's slightly different because. Rather like James Franco's General Hospital experience, <laughs> <laughs> they just they just move on, right? It's just like, yeah. okay, brand new Spider Man, brand new director, two movies. Okay, brand new Spider Man, brand new director, three more movies. Yeah, right. And a, and uh, you know, like an offshoot, uh, animated offshoot. You know, it's like they just, you know, there's no, nothing is sacred, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's not even room within the MCU to say, or, or or DC for that matter, it's like what is what is uh, what is legitimate and what isn't yeah. because you've just got to hand it over to the next guy as quickly as possible. Get that film out there before the rights expire. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that that was the big thing. Especially that we, was the biggest thing for Spider-Man. It was the biggest. Sony thing trying yeah, to hold on to the rights. Right. Right. So. Yeah, I guess the choice is out of their hands to sort of like you know, if uh, and that's I'm I'm fascinated to know like, and this is looping back to a conversation in the ranking episode, but 
I'm fascinated to know how Sam Raimi came back into the MCU. Yeah, like right. What that, what that hiring process was like. Was it like, uh, we need you back to to reestablish the Marvel film? I don't like. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know what the. He's not coming back as anything special, right? Because they they hire big name directors for these yeah, right. movies all the time. So uh, it's just so interesting considering back. his specific history yeah. with the MCU, if you could even call it that, when he was directing these movies. No, it wasn't right. I no. mean, it, it was just just the very seedlings of mm-hmm. it. It's actually um, you can argue even with Spider Man Three, you can argue that it's what was able to give the MCU to fandom the popularity of the these movies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a huge part of that, yeah. yeah. And, that, and I think, you know, large... Well, they largely forgotten. They've certainly been overshadowed by the recent crop of... But then also simultaneously remembered because Tobey Maguire is in No Way Home. Mm-hmm. Uh, rebranded as Multiverse... Yeah, right. And I guess so has Sam Raimi. <laughs> yeah, been yeah, right. Because uh, that's literally all that film's about. <laughs> <laughs> if indeed it's about anything. It's about eyes. <laughs> one thing that's is, what I remember. One thing you know for sure. As soon as I sure. think of that film, I think of a big eye. Eyes. That's great. And that's it. Doctor, Doctor Strange and the... Multiverse in, of ice. And, <laughs> yeah, in the big scary eyes. <laughs> All right, sir. Well, I'm ready. Okay. Let's hop in the um, time machine. Let's do it. Uh, the name of my pitch is Spider oh, God. Island. <laughs> what do you mean? No, I didn't even finish. <laughs> you, have, you have this history of putting words in between words. Well, this is... I'm not. This is a spider island. Okay. Um, I thought you were going to say spider island, man. No. <laughs> I love that you considered it for, I considered for it, a yeah. moment. No. And then, oh, I considered it. You see... And then you thought the look on your face was like, no, that's ridiculous. <laughs> no, the, so so I like Spider Island was my it was like that was a working title mm-hmm. for this pitch, and I thought I'll probably put a col it'll probably Spider Man four colon Spider, spider Island. Island, but you can't have Spider and Spider on either side of the colon. Got you. Um, the colon's got to be something you know after Arachnid you know, Island. Col- yeah, so I thought well it could let let's let, just let it be Spider Island. All right. Uh, we begin with a um, another comic book rendition of the previous films. Mm. Um, 80% the weight. first movie? No, equal weight. That's what I was going to say. Equal weight to all of the films. <laughs> My other condition is it's done in the comic book style, not the photographic realism of the third film. Gotcha. Uh, and we take it up to the end of Spider-Man 3. But we take it a little further. We also use it to fill in the gaps of what's happened hmm. since the end of Spider-Man 3. I like that. Which is that Peter Parker's finally gets down on his knee and proposes to MJ. They get married. 
And they go on honeymoon to Jamaica. And that's where Spider Island begins. This is where they meet James Bond. <laughs> I really, I, I, I really feel like I'm getting to the point where I, can't, I, I cannot pull any <laughs> new business on you. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway. Um, so they're holidaying in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. They arrive at the resort and, you know, they're nominally happy, but, you know, after their first night there... New York has gone into the toilet, I assume. Into the toilet? Just crime rampant everywhere because Spider-Man's on vacation. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's like... (laughs) Yeah. He's like he's he's left the muggers in charge of New York yeah. <laughs> while he's gone, um, and so yeah, so he wake wakes up uh, first morning and he's got you know he's got that itchy web finger. He needs to go out and do some swinging, mm-hmm. so he leaves he leaves MJ asleep in the hotel room and goes out swinging through the forests. Uh, and while he's out there, he's he's spotted by an unseen, an unseen character. Um, they spend that the the first day, uh, the second day of the honeymoon, going on a tour around the uh, going a, uh, a tour around Jamaica in a boat cruise. Um, and on the way, the tour guide mentions uh, Spider Island, a place where the most poisonous spiders in the world mm. um, make it uninhabitable for humans. And he looks over at MJ and she's like, don't you even think about it. <laughs> Want to get me some brown recluse. We're on we're on honeymoon. Next morning, same deal. Spider-Man got that itchy early morning, needs to go for a swing. Uh, except this time... What's he, just swinging from palm tree to palm tree? Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, he has that... Because, as, you know, as Spider-Man 2 taught us, it's, that's all emotional, right? That's all his way mm-hmm. of... He swings emotionally, um, so he's got to, you know, he's got to, he's he's got to fulfill that side of himself, um, and he doesn't have web impotence anymore because he's and he's on his honeymoon. That's not a problem anymore. He can huge uh, spider dick. He can, yeah, he can fire <laughs> that. He can fire that spider jizz. Right. He's got, um. He, he's not shooting blanks. No, he's not. Uh, but he, but. Uh, as he's swinging, he is um, caught in a giant gossamer web, like about ten times the size of any one that he could create. Gossamer, isn't that that big orange creature in the Bugs Bunny cartoons? There you go. <laughs> um, so he's ki- he's kidnapped. Another feature of many of my pitches. Yes. Well, sure uh, and this series. Want to, want to cover? <laughs> You're on good solid ground yeah, yeah. for the series. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Um. So he he's kidnapped. MJ when when she wakes up and he's not there, and it's like a a good day of him. She thinks that basically he got cold feet and he's you know done the usual Peter Parker. These nonsense. two and their problems. Yeah, they're married, and she thinks he's got cold feet. So after a day or so, she, she you know, gets a, a flight back home. She has to change in Florida. 
um, and at Florida Airport, she sees uh, she goes into one of those racks with all the sightseeing leaflets, and she sees one for like tours of Cape Canaveral, mm-hmm. and she sees the poster boy is her ex fiance, Mister mm. Whatever he was called. Yeah, that guy. I should have looked up. He does become some kind of villain within the series. Of course he does. Yeah. So does Joe J. Jonah, by the way. Really? Yeah. Wow. I can't imagine that. Right. Again. Well remember it wouldn't take much. She left his son at the altar. They need to yeah, they need to pick people who have somewhere to go in terms of villainy. Yeah. <laughs> they really don't, do they? <laughs> um Meanwhile, Spider-Man uh, wakes up on Spider Island, um, having been kidnapped by the inhabitants of Spider Island, who are all, who are uh, like a tribe of Spider-Men. And through you know through various kinds of exposition, we discover that uh, <laughs> Spider Island, Spider-Man um, Four, Spider Island battle with Spider-Men. Spider Island was an island full of spiders. A radiation leak uh, from a nucle- from a, a test of a uh, nuclear we- uh, ocean test of a nuclear weapon turned all the spiders radioactive. They infected all the people who lived on the island, and they're all now Spider Men. Uh, but you know they're so they're so radioactive that they can't leave this island. Mm. Otherwise, they they kill everyone that they they touch. So they have a plan to um steal uh, a rocket um that passes by the island from cape canaveral this is the doctor know of it all <laughs> they're able to ground it with radio signals rest as doctor no does um and uh fill it with radioactive spiders and send it back to the mainland and then Amer- then the radioactive spiders will turn everyone into spider-man and america will be spider finally we can travel on vacation. Yeah, Sp- and America will be Spiderland. <laughs> but of course, the person working on this mission is uh, is MJ's ex-fiance. So Spider-Man is caught in between these two. You know, does he does he make everyone spider people, or does he side with the non-spider people? I'd like to think that's not a difficult decision. Well, it becomes more difficult when he goes back to when he goes back to Jamaica and finds out that MJ's left him and that she's gone back to her ex-fiance mm-hmm. or that that's what it seems like in a threes company no, misunderstanding. I, say, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so basically the, the you know the choice is thwart this plan this evil plan to uh, fill a rocket with spi- radioactive spiders and send it to the American mainland, or um, or take part in the plan and just make everyone spider people, so he would no longer be an outsider. Does Aunt May remind him of what a hero is? Well, um, <laughs> after she talks lengthily about Uncle Ben <laughs> whilst cooking rice, um. Yeah, but Aunt May will, of course, be the sort of like the the um, humanity clause. Mm-hmm. That'll be what you know the thought of of her, you know, what it'll do to her. Who she doesn't know he's Spider Man by this point, right? 
Nope. Okay. So not the best way to tell her. Yeah, that's a different series. <laughs> by having her bitten by a radioactive spider, <laughs> it's like, no, what you are now, I was always that. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's Spider Island. Spider Island. I'm on board. It's, it is. It's very, very, very James Bond. Of course. Not very spite. Not very Spider Man. Except that you know that I tried to keep the romantic comedy thing going with with the honeymoon aspect. Yeah, of but it you're staying the... out of New York. So that's well, interesting. Be... That'd be a departure for the series. Yeah, I mean, probably and the, broaden, the, the rock... you know, Spider Man's. Well, the rocket will probably it'll be a bit like you know those sequels that go on vacation. You know mm-hmm. where you, at the end, the rocket will be heading towards New York, so we'll be able to see all the characters yeah. uh, from New York. But it's you know it's it, it, it's kind of a it's an interesting line to cross for this particular series because you have the real sense of that in the latest incarnation, traveling mm. to Europe and. You know, yeah. helping out in Germany with the That's Avengers true. and that kind of thing, as opposed to yeah. just being in New York. Yeah, which is what Sam Raimi's Spider-Man is all about. So that's kind and of. And I'm cool. sure if I, I'm sure if I pitch this to a Disney executive, they'd find some way for it to be the reason why Shield exists, or the reason why. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The, Captain America kind of fall, comes out of the ice. Mm-hmm. The shock waves from. From the spider missile. Spider Island is where they found. Uh, what's the metal used for the sword for the uh, shield? Vibranium. Vibranium. <laughs> I'll be like, no, 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 because that's not really essential to my story. <laughs> well, there you have it, Spider Island. Yeah. I like it. All right then, friend. Are you ready? Uh, I don't know. I want you to fucking... Tell me, am I ready? I want you to strap in. Okay. First of all, for my title. Oh, God. Which I am calling... Why do I have to to strap in for a title? (laughs) You're going to love this. Okay, all right. I'm calling it Spider-Man 4. (laughs) Ever. No. Oh. I just wanted to say Spider-Man 4 and then defy you to have a fucking problem with that title, Mr. Man. Why did, Why not Spider-Man Forever? No. Tie into Wakanda Forever. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like the next title in the Nolan Batman series. <laughs> the Dark Knight It'll Forever. Be- <laughs> You could do Spider-Man forever and then the movie doesn't have Spider-Man in it. (laughs) But speaking to your point earlier, these sequels know how to fucking title a sequel. You got Spider-Man 2, 3, I'm not deviating, 4. This comes as no surprise to me yes. that this is the path you've gone down. Of course. And you're sub and and I bought into your subterfuge, (laughs) but I am not surprised by this result. Excellent. So... Mm-hmm. I felt that Mary Jane and Peter Parker together at the end of three is yeah. a place it shouldn't go. She should not be with him, not after the things he did, even under the influence of the symbiote or whatever. I don't care mm-hmm. what dark suit you put on. You hit me. You could go fuck yourself. Yeah. But yeah. I have to contend with the fact that they were back together dancing at the end of that movie. Uh huh. So I'm going. It was a dream. I'm going cold open. 
Ooh, cold open breakup. No. Oh. Cold open, we see Mary Jane tied at the top of a building. <gasps> Kidnapped. Well, she's got full. The camera crawls over the, the ledge to see Spider-Man fighting Scorpion on the side of the building. That's a actual another villain from the comics. Just called Scorpion? Scorpion, yeah. It's got a big-ass okay. tail filled with poison, as I understand it. <laughs> I'd expect no less from a villain called Scorpion. <laughs> right? <laughs> it makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, you're going to get a little bit of that vibe of Spider-Man 2 fighting on the side of the building, but then we're going to crash into the building as well, jumping through offices and, you know, having ourselves a time. Yeah. Mary Jane's going to escape all on her own with no help from Peter for the first time in this fucking series. I guess you get a little flavor of that in three. Well, we forgot to mention that, didn't we? Yeah. That she 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 strikes the decisive blow at the end of three. Yeah. Which helps. And you know, ever so she slightly. Doesn't, it's one of the few one of well the only improvement over the yeah. Spider-Man two. I'll I'll agree with that. There we go. And as they come crashing through the other side of the building, I guess this is kind of a retread, but I have her kind of throwing something at Scorpion uh, that hits them both and takes Peter a little further down the building, at which point Scorpion minions start crawling out of the, uh, you know, like a a window. (laughs) I was gonna say I love that I love that you did research into the comic book, but not into scorpions as a species. No. <laughs> so, well, and can but I hang ask, on. Can I, I, I ask... didn't mean actual scorpions. I meant actual, you know, like thugs. Is right. Is this something that the comic book character happens with the comic book character? Oh no, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but what's going to happen is Peter's going to be detained by uh, the minions, and Scorpion starts. I don't want to call them minions because I'm just thinking <laughs> You're of thinking the minions. You're thinking of little yellow now. creatures? Yeah. Let's call them uh, Scorps. All right, the Scorps. <laughs> He's battling the Scorps as Scorpion. I almost said king. That's a wrong lane to go down. But as he starts uh, shimmying up the side of the building straight towards Uh MJ, Peter dispatches with the uh, Scorps. He starts chasing after him. One right after the other to the top of the building. MJ's running away, and the, the sting comes down right into her belly. She's dead, buddy. You're going to kill her off in the cold gonna open? kill her off in the cold open. You're going to battle for Endor this shit? Yeah. Exactly right. T- tune into our watch-along to, to right. find out what that means. I had this uh, this idea, you know, the that sort of green sword that Harry had? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that maybe yes. Peter would have it, like, on his side or something. And one way or another, he's going to cut off the tail of the scorpion and... Um, have it over his head, ready to jam it into his body to kill him, mm. and he decides not to. Scorpion goes to jail. Credit sequence. That would be a good subtitle. <laughs> Spider-Man Four: Scorpion goes to jail. <laughs> he's there. With, he's there with Ernest. 
That's what the movie's about. He's in jail. It's a prison movie? I was just going to say, all of a sudden, it becomes an innocent man with Tom Selleck. With a not-so-innocent man. Yeah, I gotta say, I I, I pity the defense lawyer <laughs> who has to plead the case of someone who has a scorpion tail. <laughs> I remember reading, I can't remember what it was now, but I think there's supposed to be some sort of special jail in the comics. Yeah. That's well, they they have that in the MCU. Kind of like that sure. underwater thing in uh, yeah. Face Off, you know, something like that. Well, there's one, definitely one in the MCU because I've seen it in the in the Lego Avengers. Okay, I think it's a, like a, it's either in the air or it's underwater. I thought it was underwater. Yeah, probably. Seems like a bad idea <laughs> to put all those villains in one place. But, so, you know. uh, cold open. We got the title sequence. Oh, wow! Like, yeah, that's my big swing. I'm gonna kill off MJ. So. Yes. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> Carry on. Title card. I just say, so they were happy. I thought you were going to pretend that they that, that was an out-of-context moment where they were dancing. No, I wasn't. Okay. I was going to deal with it, but now we're going to move or that on. She, or, that, or that she was a corpse. Yeah. Because that's one like thing you the can't series... See, what you can't see when they're dancing is that he's holding <laughs> up a corpse. That's one thing the series has never done. Uh, because you can't really count this Spider-Man 3. You know, the Gwen Stacy and MJ are both in that movie. Yeah. But Peter's only ever dating Gwen to make MJ jealous. Like, there's not right. a real rivalry there. Right. Uh, so we're going to cut to one year later. Spider-Man, he's still fighting crime, more out of habit, but he's not really liking the attention or the fanfare and the way he did in the mm-hmm. previous films. Flicking um, peanuts at a bar. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, no doucher, man. Uh, meanwhile, Aunt May, uh, even the Russians that live next door, <laughs> Betty Brandt, they're all trying to encourage him to kind of go on with their life, or w- uh-huh. rather with his life, sure. uh, as he's kind of getting closer to Gwen Stacy. Like, Gwen Stacy is in his life, but he's keeping her at arm's length. Uh, she is set to graduate, and Peter has finally graduated. He's thrown himself into his work uh, when he's not Spider-Man. He is working with Kirk Connors. He's sort of his mm-hmm. assistant. Oh, okay. And Kirk Connors is working, of course, with reptilian DNA because wow. his daughter has a vascular disease, and she might lose her arm just as he lost his. Hmm. He doesn't want that to happen. So he's pushing pretty hard on this reptilian DNA, and Peter is reminding him, you have to go slow. All of this, you know, you need constant kind of warnings. Uh, you're moving too fast. Yeah, j- just short of turning yourself into a reptile. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> you're, Do that and then What take you're one doing right back. now is reckless and dangerous. <laughs> In the meantime, he has become close with, you know, Kurt Connors' family. Um, they're sort of an offshoot family, uh, you know, he's Kirk Connors mm. has become kind of a substitute father. And makes sense. Yeah. Now he begins to get so worried bec- or, or worried because Connors has become so obsessive 
that he actually holds back some information that might help Kirk Connors get to the next step. Ah. And he, he see he sees the He sees the writing like, on the wall. Because of his experience with Doc Ock. Yeah, right. Just science generally has never not really it's, been it's, a good doesn't progress is not a good idea <laughs> yeah. in these movies. And when Connors uh, ends up finding this information. He goes ballistic. He fires Peter. He wants him out. Um, Peter gives him, you know, pleads with him uh, that there's more to it, that this is not, it's incomplete, this idea. And if mm. you implement it, it will be dangerous. So do not use it. He throws him out. Mm. And of course, we'll get the requisite scene in which he tries it. The lab blows up. Uh, people yeah. think he's dead, and including Peter, and then he just sort of shows up. He's at home. The family's thrilled. Uh, mm. Peter's happy. And and then he starts like using or his retractable tongue yeah, to right. eat, so, eat dinner. I don't know enough about <laughs> and that character like, enough. Oh, like, I can't remember. Enough. Even in The Amazing Spider-Man, I can't remember if it's like... Uh, you know, he has to take the potion and then become it, or if it, oh, if it's like a Jekyll Hyde. Yeah, thing. if it's more Jekyll Hyde or Jekyll Hyde or not Jekyll Hyde, but um, you know, if it's more of a Hulk thing, mm. uh, when it's based on emotion, like does he just uh, appear as it? And it's only occurring to me now that I didn't think of that, but now let's see which effect works better before you make that right. decision. <laughs> uh, in, so in the meantime, what he has decided is that he's got to kind of in a Doc Ock way, it's like he's got a he's needs some money now so that he can continue his work. And yeah. Peter, not knowing that the lizard man is Kirk Connors, is going to foil his first robbery. This all of a sudden now makes Connors because he's, you know, part of the lizards thing is a uh, super intellect and super strength. And wow. he's going to start. I, I guess I, I, I glossed over this, you know, in getting to know his family, they're also encouraging Peter to kind of move on with his life. And he's saying that he yeah. can't. And it's only once he becomes the lizard that he's going to realize. MJ was always being attacked by these Spider-Man villains. <laughs> it seems fairly obvious What's going on here? So he's going to start yeah. following Peter and realize, you know, that Peter is Spider-Man. So what he's going to do is manipulate. He's going to bring P Peter Parker back into the fold. He's going to apologize and he's going to manipulate him uh, as a father figure to start, mm. you know, seeing more of Gwen because they're. She's she's about to graduate. They have more in common than she and MJ or he and MJ ever did. This would He's be a good real for Terry him. Silver. Yeah, exactly. Uh, of course, we're gonna have you know more visits with Sage Aunt May, who reminds him that uh, she knows what he looks like when he's in love. He should stop mm. uh, trying. Did I ever tell you about my husband that died? <laughs> She's getting Sit down, let now. me she, tell you. She doesn't even know. She's getting dementia now. She doesn't it even It turns know. out a lizard killed your uncle. No. <laughs> uh, now. It's just a, lo a long line of uh, people 
<laughs> who yeah, right. were robbing him that day. So it's at this point that Peter is starting to feel like everything in his life is starting to click in a better way. Yeah. Uh, Connors seems like he's on the right track because he's fronting that to him. Mm, mm. And meanwhile, he is actually starting to fall for Gwen. And this is the time that the uh, lizard will break Scorpion out of prison. Oh, right. I was wondering about that. Uh, pumps him with some serum to grow back his tail. And they kidnap Gwen. And then you're going to have this moment, because you brought this up too, but I had planned for this moment of Peter having finally revealing to Aunt May in this particular series that he is Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. why he's yeah. been resisting. Yeah, they were definitely going to go Because there. look what happened the last time. Mm-hmm. And she kind of tells him you can't you can't control that just as much as you can't control who you fall in love with mm. and now so by the end peter must confront his worst fears defeat both enemies and save his new girl uh you know connor's of course is going to be this tragic tragic kind of figure that is woven throughout the series uh yeah. that pete defeats but also saves and has to kind of take him to prison. We'll probably have some sort of line like, tell my daughter I'm sorry. Mm. And that way you have that uh, villain still available for later movies if you want to come back to him. And of course, because it's a Spider-Man movie, you got to end at a cemetery. <laughs> so Peter is staring at the graves of Ben, Harry, and MJ. <laughs> so like, I, I should really stop coming here. Yeah. It's so depressing. <laughs> So he leaves and comes through the gate, and of course there's Gwen Stacy, and she tells him, I'm in love with you, and I I, I don't want anybody but you. And he's sort of remaining silent, and she says, say something. And when he goes, <gasps> we cut to credits. That's great. Have we seen Gwen Stacy in the rest of the film? Yeah, 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 yeah. She's throughout. Okay. It would also be cool if that was the first time we saw her. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't considered that at all. But I had mentioned earlier like the... that they were working together because he's Connor's oh, yeah, assistant right. and she's about to graduate. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. That makes and... sense because we know she could be another, the other assistant. Yeah. But I wanted to move on from one storyline into another one, but in a way that actually, you know had something actually happen for the characters. And the only, and you, sque- you know... You, you squeezed in two legacy villains. Yeah, right. And Which is ex- what I conspicuously failed to do. I, I felt like it was uh, time to move on from MJ. Yeah. So well. I went big swing and killed her in the cold open. <laughs> so there you have it, Spider-Man 4. But she came back as a vampire. Period, done, end of story. She comes back as a vampire. That'd be great. Yeah. Well, who, who uh, ironically is younger than when she was bitten. <laughs> Mary Jane guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's, uh, that is great. I mean, that's, uh, that's studio quality. Well, it's I certainly think, I something it... I guess they might go for. Yeah, right. Well, you, I mean, you mentioned, I think, in the ranking episode that they did want to... Yeah. I mean, um, a four, five, and six, I think, is what Raimi so, wanted to do. 
probably not dissimilar from the film they would have made. Maybe. Especially if Kirsten Dunst was like, I'm out. <laughs> right. And that's the they big thing would. is that, I mean, by the time you get to a fourth film, how many more boyfriend, girlfriend misunderstandings could you have? Yeah, you know? at some point, <laughs> well, according to my pitch, uh, about three or four more. <laughs> at least one more. Uh, <laughs> yeah i mean it is i think you you have to fully commit to it being like uh melodrama or, yeah. or do something different yeah and the only you know the, the best way i thought to do that is you gotta kill one you gotta kill a character you just gotta get you like to kill i like to kidnap <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> So yeah, there you have it. I, I just lo- I love the idea of like the two of us on a writers team, <laughs> and it's just like we would never get we would never get <laughs> trying to combine because, these two story yeah. ideas. Like up on the board is just like <laughs> it's just like okay, okay, we've got to choose between killing and kidnapping. <laughs> It'd be like Twelve Angry Men. It was it would just be like filibustering. <laughs> nope has to be kidnapped i would be and i would be saying how many kidnappings have we had in the past do we really need another one yeah but you don't understand this one's on spider island (laughs) (laughs) we're not in new york to spider island it's the title of the film (laughs) would he have gone there on his own anyway probably (laughs) I think that's enough. that's that's uh it's not just the trope of kidnapping in my sequel pitches. It's also kidnapping when the person would have found their way to the place anyway. to kidnapped too <laughs> organically anyway. Cuz I think that was the same in my Yeah, that, I think pitch. that's by far the fucking the most I've written down. Yeah, it's extremely detailed yeah. and I think you cut co- you covered all your bases there. Um because you can promise you can promise Scorpio. You can promise what's he called? Rep uh, lizard? lizard. The lizard. He's not just called the. lizard. I think he is. I we well, talked about that. Say. I think in the ranking episode where I thought he well, I, had I'm a gonna, cooler I'm name, say, and I said no. I think it's just called. I'm going to say this out loud to whoever wants to hear it. The Spider-Man comics sound shit. <laughs> <laughs> and not they Scorpio. Like that's Dirty Harry. It's Scorpion. It's Scorp. Did I say Scorpio? I think so. <laughs> See, I'm actively making it better by getting it wrong. <laughs> oh, then that does lean into Hank Scorpio from The Simpsons. Yeah. Which, of course, if you could kill somebody on your way out the door, that'd really be a big help. <laughs> uh, do you want sugar? It's not in packets. <laughs> oh, the hammock district. Uh, no. <laughs> Yeah, of course you knew I loved that episode. Oh, it's so good. Uh, yeah, I think you've um, you've done fantastically well with that. You've above and beyond. All right. And I've gone below and <laughs> near. <laughs> no, I think you've done what you've always done, which is think out. <laughs> That's the problem. Think outside the box. You always have. I, I think you always have an idea that uh, no you know nobody could come in no predicting what yeah. you were going to say. 
Well, you know, the, the the Spider Island, I just I think there is a place actually a place called Spider Island. All that is colloquially referred to as Spider Island because hmm. it's covered in spiders. Um so that was my starting point. It was the we went in different directions, like you learnt nothing about scorpions and everything about right. the character Scorpion. Yeah. I learned nothing about Spider-Man villains, but learned a lot about the uh, wildlife of the Caribbean. <laughs> That's great. All right. Yeah. Well, it's up Beat to the that. it's up to the people now. Beat those. Yeah. Send us yours, ladies and gentlemen. Easily done. <laughs> no, it's not. Let's no, let's my, bust our rhymes ourselves. No, 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 no. You can bust a rhymes yourself all you want. I'm not bust a rhymes myself for that. <laughs> you deserve a you got you, you deserve you got a yourself pat on the back. You you got yourself greenlit there. I'm stuck in kidnap alley. That's high praise. High praise, yeah, I say. I can see that. That's no. That's what I'm saying. It's like I, I absolutely see a Spider-Man for. I think they would have made like 90% the same choices as you. You know what's funny is that I <laughs> cuz I was I was sort of hell-bent on I I couldn't start it with Lizard Man or at least I you not not with the story I wanted to tell. And I was like, "Oh fuck, I need another villain then." And I and then I felt bad cuz I was like, oh, I'm, "I'm going more than one villain. This is what I say <laughs> makes these movies bad." And then I got yeah, I but, got about three quarters of the way through my pitch, and I thought, well, I can't just not have like he's got to come back. And it was that yeah, he can't be a cold open villain. Yeah, and it was that moment where you said, "Oh, I was wondering what happened to him." <laughs> and I thought, okay, I made the right choice. I can't just leave him in the fucking either. It depends. I mean, it depends how James Bond you want to go. Yeah, you that's know, true. You could make it self-standing, cold open. Yeah. Um. But I gotta say, jail is a better layaway than amnesia. Right. Or yeah. Exactly. Is still crawling around New York somewhere. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're gonna have to tell us which one of these pitches you want to see get made, or if you have one of your own. So find us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Send us an email to everything sequel at gmail.com. And tell us your sequel to the Spider-Man series. For Tom Stewart of Lonesome Whistle Productions, Michael Schantz here of the How Dare You Awards. When you hear us next time, we're going to have a treat for you. Oh, yeah. Anniversary time. Yeah. It's a 200th. <laughs> 200th episode. Yeah. That's a lot of... That's a lot of what I'm going to call entertainment we've created. Yeah. Good for us. <laughs> Are you still patting yourself on the back, Buster? Yeah. I'm from before. Absolutely. Keep doing it. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't stop patting yourself on the back. Just keep going. Just keep, keep your hands permanently there, I say. Sewn to my back. Yeah, yeah. All right. Say goodbye, Tom. Peter, she knows me very well, and when she kissed me, it was just like she used to kiss me. That taste. Strawberries. You really had to go that, that deep into the darkness on our last Spider-Man quote? Oh, no, that's not a quote from Spider-Man 3. That's uh, an excerpt from um, 
witness statement report about James Franco. No, I was going to say. <laughs> that quote is alarmingly, it was alarmingly uh, prescient. That was, yeah, that was his. Uh, th- that was his opening assembly at sex school. Ugh. That was what he. That was what he opened with. Terrible. All right. Well, we'll contact our lawyers and get back to you. <laughs> see, see if we can ever release this episode. <laughs> you'll be. It, it, you'll know in the future if there's a Spider-Man two and it goes straight into our next series. <laughs> like, there's an episode missing here. Where did it go? That's great. <laughs> All right, everyone. We'll we'll work on the court case, and until then, (laughs) wait for what we hope will be our 200th episode. (laughs) So long. I like to think I know something about beer, but nowadays even I get overwhelmed when confronted by the exhaustive selection of craft beers they have at bars, breweries, and even grocery stores. Back in the day you had one, maybe two craft beers to choose from, and if you were confused, you ordered a Guinness. But in beer stations like San Diego, the craft beer options lately are in double, sometimes even triple digits. So what's a beer drinker to do? You need what I need, the Vegas Beer Guys. Your beer of choice should be a perfect blend of malt and hops. And so a live show about beer needs that same balance. And the Vegas Beer Guys matches beer expert Dan Aker with self-proclaimed beer novice Stephen J. Weiss. The results are eminently drinkable. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. They'll try new beers. They'll tell you about beer. Think of them as your beer sherpas guiding you up a foamy-headed mountain to reach the peak of your pint. God, I need a beer.